I am living the dream, my friend. Living the dream. <laughs> I got to turn up the volume here so I can hear you in my headphones. That's, <clears throat> oh, that's good. Is that better? Yeah. Did you get the uh, the thing I sent you? I did. I have it in front of me right now. Oh, nice. So you are prepared. Oh, yes. I've read through it just two times. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I need to start by doing that thing I do. Welcome to the In the Game Room podcast. This is Alan and... Chris. <laughs> Say your name, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to lead out like that. But yeah, this is Chris as well. Yes, yes, we uh, we haven't done this in a long time, and I don't, I never know what I'm doing. So, whatever. Yeah, it'd, it'd be good at some point that we get this going pretty regularly. That way, um, <laughs> you know, we know what we're doing, and and there's a cadence to everything. Yeah, that day's never coming. I'll I'll never be that not busy. I guess. But it's great talking to you. Yeah, it's good hearing from you, man. Yeah, and I'm going to see you in like two weeks. Yeah, it's not it's not far off. It's not far no. off. I yeah, I think today's Thursday. Yeah, I'll be arriving in L.A. two weeks from today. Some nice. some sometime right about now. I think I don't know. I can't remember. So yeah. So uh, when when we when we get to that part, well, I've got a couple of questions for you. Oh, okay. And I'll, and I'll have some answers or I'll make something up or whatever. I don't know. Okay. So let's, uh, we actually have a, uh, we have like sort of an agenda this time where we're copying the people that know what they're doing. So we've written down and we have some things to cover first. And, and I'm not on my three hour commute home. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so we, sh we, sh we shouldn't get interrupted by valleys or mountains or anything like that. So yeah, first, not. yeah. Um, first off, is hobby stuff like what we've been working on, and it's been forever. So I think that list is probably pretty long for both of us. Yeah. What do you What do you got going on right now? So I'm still working on that project. I don't know that I want to spill the beans on it just oh, yet. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to get. Um, in fact, I've got I've got an order pending in. Uh, in the GameCraft miniature uh, shopping cart. So, oh, okay. And I wanted to go over some of that later. Um, yeah, okay. But anyway, because I want your feedback on we'll what just, I picked out. We'll just call that the secret project for now. That's the one. So I've been painting up a bunch of Spectre stuff. I literally just today ordered uh, ordered some more. Um, and that's probably going to be it as far as miniatures are concerned um, for what I'm building and then because you said you wanted to play, um, I guess, what what is it called? Bolt Action, Star Wars, Legion, Slash? You know, <laughs> I, um, think it's called, I think it's just called Bolt Action, Star Wars. <clears throat> all right. So um, I've painted up some more Stormtroopers. I just finished up, well, almost finished up with my Shore Troopers. Um, and I did post pictures of the uh, the snow guys that I painted up. I thought they, those turned out pretty well. Right, um, right. And then, uh, and then I'm going to do a do back. So I've got that do back just sitting there, and probably break out the uh, the airbrush for that one. Oh, cool, um, cool. Just try and get it to have that natural blending because I've tried so many different ways with a brush. I'm I'm not very proficient with a with an airbrush, but um, this might be the way that I break into that pretty well. So. Yeah, and that then, that, uh, that that model requires that for yeah the blending of the different colors and stuff. Right, and I don't even know what colors I'm going to do yet. I've I've seen the green; it looks neat, you know, um, but people are doing some pretty odd colors, and so I thought maybe I'd I'd try something funky. So I've literally been googling uh, reptiles all over the world just to see, you know, what natural patterns exist of funky right. colors. Um, yeah. So there's some neat stuff out there. Maybe maybe a little past my. Uh, my skill set with an airbrush, but you know, I might, I might give it a try and see what happens. Yeah, there you go. That's um actually something I've been noticing about the the Star Wars Legion community. Sometimes when you get into something like this that has a a movie that goes with it, or a book, or whatever, or a TV series, people get like really psycho about keeping everything <laughs> true to the you know the original. 
But right. I don't I, I don't see that a lot in the Star Wars group with the Legion guys because people are painting things in funky colors and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And, and nobody's, you know, blowing a fuse over it where like, you know, it's maybe in, I don't know, Star Trek or or Doctor Who or, you know, whatever, some other science fiction genre. They might, you know, just be like, that's not right, you know. And, and you know, I and, and we certainly, you know, you and I have been playing bolt action long enough. We see those rivet counters in bolt action all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was totally expecting it for Star Wars Legion and, and even more so. Oh, um, yeah, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. There, there's, there's really, I haven't seen anybody ever say anything like, that's not their color, you know? Right. Um, think, you know, they're, they're getting really creative and, and it seems like the community is just absolutely loving it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I was totally expecting it too in a big way. And I thought, oh man, I'm just going to be like driven out of this community because I can't handle <laughs> that. <laughs> I can't no. handle somebody telling me my, my make-believe man is the wrong make-believe color. You know, right, like, right. No, that doesn't work with me. <laughs> It, it drives you to want to go in the exact opposite direction. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I was going to, I was going to tell you is, is, um, and because I don't know when it's going to happen, um, I've had this crazy idea about, um, my bolt action British force. Cause I haven't, you know, all I have are my SAS guys that we did for that little mini tournament. Right. Um, that we, that you had. Um, but, um, I thought because they're British, I started Googling famous British uh, music artists uh-huh. and some of the flamboyant clothing that they wear. And so my thought is I'm going to paint up. Um, I'm either going to do platoons of like Elton John and <laughs> and Freddie Mercury and like, you know, just, just all of these the Beatles, you know, platoons of them. Or I was just going to be like the, you know, the captain or the, or the, you know, the NCO will be that painted up like that. And then the rest would just be normal. So I haven't figured out what I want to do, but I thought it'd be really cool to kind of like pay tribute to. Um, and I said, Freddie Mercury, I, honestly, I don't even know if Freddie Mercury's, Mercury's from England or not. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I, th- I believe so. Yeah, I, I believe so too. But um, it was, you know, I was looking at, at a lot of different, uh, I've got my whole list and the pictures that I want. I've got them, you know, saved up on my computer and how I, what costume I want them wearing. And I thought it'd just be fun that the costume was more of a tribute to those, you know, to those music legends. Um, right, right. You know, they, they wouldn't, you know, I mean, I, if, I, I would certainly try and find, you know, like for, you know, specifically I was looking at, um, oh crap, I just forgot his name now. Elton John, I'd want a head with glasses on it, you know, so right. that I could do the, you know, the gold or the, uh, the silver glasses with the diamond studs on them and, and kind of have fun with that. But, uh, yeah, I think he'd need a big old hat too, I think. Right, right. And so I, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of heads I want to use and, and, uh, you know, just, just what's available in the, in the box, keep it, you know, as, as close as I can, but, um, but with the colors just, you know, just being out there and bright. And I thought it'd be a really fun little thing to do because I haven't yeah, seen that... anybody do it yet. I've seen do, seen do all sorts of crazy things, but never that. Right, right. That that would be fun because it would, you would cause a couple of rivet counters heads to blow up. So that would be cool. That's inspiration number one. <laughs> <laughs> as evil as that sounds, I mean, I just, I think it would be a blast. I mean, there's, there's no rules in the game right. that says it just says I uh, you know they, they need to be painted you know and right. some tournaments are they don't even care because they want people interested in the hobby but yeah but I figured they, you know why not that would be fun that that would be pretty awesome so let's see and uh, I did I did do one one of your um your uh Africa or I don't even know what what area that is but um the uh, the buildings that you have out of Allen's stash. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, I bought a bunch of those from you, and and right, um, right. I built I built one of them, and I think it turned out really well. I don't even think I've shown you the picture of it, but it no. turned out pretty well. So I'm pretty excited about it. But that's that whole thing. I think I've got two more buildings that I need to build, um, but that's all been put on hold for this special project that I'm. I doubt it will be revealed at Orcon, but you know who knows. We'll see. Who, who knows? Maybe we'll see. I still have my part to do on that 
the one super secret building, but we'll get to that later off yeah, that's, the podcast. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So, all right. So, what do you got going for hobby stuff? Everything. Um, I'm I'm just like starting projects and then putting them aside because I want to start another one and then another one and another one and another one. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not finishing anything. But that's kind uh, of what you do though, because that's you, that's what uh, I do. Know, yeah. Owning yeah. that store, you just kind of the new stuff comes in. You're like, ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like finally catching up from like months ago. There was a couple of a uh, couple of things that came in from Rubicon. I don't know how many months ago, but they were just these uh, real basic things. They're just walls. They're just like industrial walls and city walls and stuff. And I thought, oh, those look really cool. And then I was, you know, really looking forward to them coming in. And then I never even opened the box. And I was just, I was putting some walls together last night because I was like, these look really cool. So I'm <laughs> start, finally starting to get caught up. But I did get my my Star Wars stuff is done. The uh, The Excellent. Rebels... The, the Hoth Rebels, and I did Stormtroopers, too, just because they were there. Um, and then 3D printing the the shield generators from Hoth and the turret, the big defense turret. Those uh, those are 3D printed. I actually put some primer on them today, so they, they might get done. Because oh. after, after primer, they just need one color and some weathering. They don't need much. So those those are looking pretty cool. And what else I've been working on? Oh, I, for some reason I opened up a box of Warlord uh, Winter Germans. Speaking of catching up on things that came out six months ago, you know. Um, so I put those together. Haven't put any paint on them yet, but uh, they're cool. They're they're nice miniatures. But I was really sort of disappointed that there weren't any uh, firing machine gunners because. I think when I play Germans, I, I like to play the, the LMGs as much as I can because it's a really effective weapon. And uh, and they just they didn't really feature that in this set. There's a couple of LMGs in there, but they're like a guy carrying it. Um, and I think there's one guy has it kind of like shouldered and he's firing it like a regular rifle, which is kind of weird. And I just like, I want I want a guy laying down in the snow firing a light machine gun the way he should be. So I'm I'm dealing with that at the moment by uh, I, I have right next to me as a matter of fact right here you can see it I'm holding it up um, yeah I have the well, I'm Soviet looking at the pictures that you sent me oh no you're talking oh. about the Soviets okay oh yeah I'm yeah down. I have the Soviet Winter Infantry box has has a prone dude in it or six of them one per sprue and I think if I take that dude and put a German head on him and German you know uh, gear Color. yeah and and color and gear I mean, it's just a dude in a big old trench coat it doesn't you know other than that you won't be able to tell it's not a german so i, I think i might be able to do a little kit bashing there and make make some german prone machine gunners so we'll try that but then you've got a bunch of russians that you're not doing anything with yeah that's yeah <laughs> and, you, and you know what's really horrible is I I had hundreds of Russians because I had a couple of boxes of Russian infantry and I had that Battle for Berlin box set and I didn't want to do any Russian so I gave them all to Hayden and oh. if, if that bastard wouldn't have left I could probably beg a couple back from him but uh, he's up in Oregon now so. And they're they're sitting in a tub somewhere, never to be <laughs> yeah. touched again. No, he's he's probably working on them. He li- he likes those think? miniatures. Yeah, probably. All yeah. Right. So, so was, when you were talking about the the prone, when you sent me that late night text, like, hey, look what I'm working on. <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, because you were talking about the prone, and and I really like the prone, uh, you know, miniatures. I think they look cool. That's you know, honestly, if, if I was ever unfortunate enough to be placed in the middle of a war. I think uh, my whole life would be prone. Yes, of um, course. <laughs> the bullets and, don't hit you then. Right. You're smaller, you know? Yeah. So I was, I was referring back to, you know, my memory of, is the, is the bolt action uh, Facebook page. And people were like, why do they have to have a prone guy in there? And why do they have to do this with prone guys? I don't understand the prone guys. Prone guys are stupid. And I'm like, Oh my God, they look awesome. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Like, and, and, and that's I would the not way be standing fully, you know, 
six feet tall standing there with a gun going, all right, let's go to war. (laughs) Yeah, the the winter Germans box, everybody's walking, walking or running. There's one guy kneeling, like he's on one knee. But other than that, everybody else is walking or running. And I'm like, that's... Well, the snow's cold. The snow's cold. They don't want to lay down on it uh, and they don't really want to kneel on it. Uh, pussies, whatever. I can I can deal with the bullets. It's the snow that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's my only complaint with that set. But other than that, they look pretty cool. And I what get for heck? I get for gaming. You know, it's better that the base is is smaller. You know, to go into buildings and to right use them in terrain, whether it be you know natural terrain, trees and hills and stuff like that, or you know, or man-made terrain, but still, I mean, that's kind that's, of the point is if there's not yeah. enough room to lay down, you know, there, there's got to be enough room to lay down somewhere. Well, and, and Germans especially, they, they make the rule, the Hitler's buzzsaw rule, so you, they know you're going to use a lot of LMGs or as many as you can. Right. And then, and then they kind of ignore it in the in the whole box. But And there's, a, there's new rules that they were talking about. Um, isn't, the, isn't there a couple of... Uh, of the rules that they allow a, a free LNG or a, that's a, your first LNG is free. Yeah, in the uh, in the Western Desert book, so yeah. that, that that wouldn't work for the winter guys. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there wasn't a lot that's of snow true. in the desert. So yeah, I th- yeah, that's a that's a um, what do you call it? That's a campaign rule. Okay, so that on, only applies there. So the other and thing I I'm still work- think those those motorcycle riders with machine guns and rifles and everything hanging off of them, that's still pretty awesome. Oh, that's still the best thing ever, yeah. It's just a, yeah, a, a fast-moving fast, fast awesome. moving machine gun. Right. Uh, so the other thing got, you're working on, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm doing a bunch of Team Yankee uh, vehicles, and no, I'm not playing Team Yankee. <laughs> I'm going to use them with my rules my tattoo rules and see how it works. Oh man, you're going to be shooting across football fields. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to do like small, not quite like little insurgency things, not quite like specter ops, but like just a couple of vehicles and a couple of infantry stands, that kind of thing. And, and just, yeah, I want to see how it works because when I made the tattoo rules, I made it sort of scale agnostic, you know, every, measurement in there is in meters and then you know you make a tape measure for your scale so rather than like in six millimeter it was uh it was two inches equals 100 meters in 15 millimeters it'll probably be like five inches equals 100 meters so i'll just make up a special ruler and then it should play exactly the same well that'll be fun yeah yeah i want to i want to try that and just see I like the 15 millimeter miniatures. There's just nothing about that game that I like. So, <laughs> I, you know, do you have a lot of a lot of 15 millimeter gamers out where you are now? I don't think so. Um, okay. But you know, who knows? Maybe I can drum something up. I mean, I'm running a bolt action game next week at the at the local hobby shop, so that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I see yeah. that on on our agenda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's going to be uh, it's going to be a little scary because I haven't played since what the last time we played would have been at the last convention, probably. Does that sound about yeah, right? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, because the last time we actually sat down and played a game together was uh, Black Seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played Bolt Action in September, I think, at at the uh, L.A. convention. So, yeah, it's been a while, and I, I I don't know if I remember the rules or not. <laughs> but the guys I'm playing with are are in the same boat or worse, you know. So, I I may be the expert at the table. Who knows? Which is kind of scary. What do they? What does that uh, that little community play there? They they do like um every month they do something different. Like they did uh we did cruel seas, we did black seas. This month they were doing something called, uh, oh shit, I don't know what it's called. It was one of those 28 millimeter Wild West games. Oh, okay. Um, they're playing that, and I haven't been able to get down there to join them. And I don't know the game, so it's just like not a big deal. But uh, And then we're going to do, so February is bolt action, 
And then after that, I don't know what's next. They just keep rotating through different games. As long as we never get to Warhammer, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once they start playing Warhammer, it's time to walk away. It's t- yeah, I think there is a Warhammer group there on a different day. We, we're we're the, sort of the Tuesday group. Gotcha. So I think there's other, other groups there. So. But and how many times there. have you been there? Oh, five or six or eight or yeah. something like that. Bad. Yeah, I played a couple of games of Cruel Seas, a couple of games of Black Seas, a couple of times I've just gone by there, like, you know, just to drop in and say, hey, you know. Right. And then there's a there's a couple of guys in the group that, you know, write me and say, hey, could you bring me a Black Seas starter box or whatever? And I'll, it's kind of weird. I'll walk into somebody else's store, you know, <laughs> to, to deliver something I'm selling, but whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't push my stuff, but if somebody asks me for it, I'll bring it in. Right. And maybe yeah. it'll encourage them to stock it. Who knows? Yeah, they they carry a, they carry a few things there. They carry a lot of the Warhammer shit, and they uh, carry a, a few Warlord products, and then you know board games and stuff. Right. That kind of stuff. So, what are we going to be playing at? Uh, or is there anything else you're working on? This is the longest hobby section ever. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's, you know, that's what happens when we don't talk very regularly. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I am not working on much else. I mean, I do have, um, you know, my son has commissioned me to do his uh, Clone Wars box. So, nice. And Star Wars Legion clones. So, um, that's going to be, I think, once I decide that, that uh, once I've given up on the, uh, and the special project I'm working on for Orcon, then it'll probably just go to the side and I'll get his stuff put together because, you know, that's my boy and I got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he going to be at the con? I don't know. Um, okay. I haven't even haven't even uh, figured that part out yet. I'm just trying okay. to... He's a freshman in high school, so it's, you know, it's crazy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, they grow up quick. Yeah, too quick. Too quick. <laughs> so let's see. So what what are we going to be playing at? Oh Orcon? yeah. So Orcon. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm. I you know the the Star Wars bolt action. Um, that's going to get me some bolt action play. I haven't even read the the Star Wars bolt action rules yet. I don't yeah. know how that all works, but I know bolt action, so that should be a pretty easy um, transition and for fun. You know, just just to do that kind of thing. Um, yeah. and then I definitely, if you're going to be able to, um, I would like to play the, uh, black sails. Is that what it's called? Black sails, black seas, black seas. Yeah. yeah. The sailboat, the sailboat game that <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you and I played, oh my God, I had such a blast playing that game and, uh, it was, it was, it was amazing. It was so much fun and you know, just so many different things going on with the consistent, constant movement. You, your boat is almost always moving. And so you've got to not only worry about what you're going to shoot at and who you're going to chase, but where are you headed, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I going to be able to make this turn? Am I going to hit the island? Am I going to go off the map? Um, you know, so it, it, it adds that, uh, I think, just an extra component, you know, obviously still a tactical fire game like bolt action, like star Wars Legion, but the, the constant movement, um, because if you're not moving, you're in trouble. Like if you're just parked, you're right. in trouble. Right. Right. Uh, you're going to get easy. You're going to get easier to hit. You obviously hit people easier, but it's going to be easier for you to get sunk. And, um, so you, you're always having to look forward at what you're doing. Kind of like, a, a uh, what was that? Star Wars, uh, Oh, X-Wing? X-Wing, there it is. Where you plan you know, your you, next move ahead. Right, you've got to pay attention to what's going on around you, otherwise you're going to crash into somebody else or into an island or you know, debris yeah, or whatever. You know. It's it's a lot like flying a plane. You have to think two or three steps ahead where you're going to be in a minute. Right. And then watch all of that crumble because your opponent doesn't fall into your trap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so do you have enough ships for a two-player game? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I do. I've got, let's see, one, two, three, six, nine. I've got at least nine ships. Okay, so we could just, like, split up, like, four and four or something. Yeah, I, absolutely. Oh, 
of all the stuff I'm going to bring, the Black Sea ships would be the hardest to transport. Oh yeah, and, and I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have any paint on any of them either, so they they look silly. Yeah, so mine have paint. Uh, one of them has rigging, and none of them have sails. But you know, whatever. I, yeah, I'm sure I good. can knock that out, or you know. Well, the, the last game we played, they were they were primered black and gray. So right. I think they were black. Any, yeah. <laughs> anything's better than that. That's right. But I will bring I'll bring my cruel seas stuff also, because I think that's fairly easy to transport. And if something breaks, yeah. I'll just glue it. Yeah. And I'll bring my it Star won't. Wars stuff. I think uh, we were we mentioned the Star Wars bolt action rules, just. For anyone that happens to be listening to this for whatever reason, that's basically it's just it's the bolt action rules, but the uh, the weapons data is just it's just instead of rifles, it's you know the blaster pistols and blaster rifles and things like that. They have different ranges, different rates of fire, but it really just plays exactly like bolt action, and they uh, and they do have some special rules for like the. Uh, you know, your Darth Vader and your Han Solo and stuff, the people that can use the force and things like that. So I think it, uh, I think it'll be fun. And I think it, it's going to, it's just going to play like any other combat game. We'll just be shooting at each other with beams of light instead of bullets. So, so since we're talking about Orcon, um, what, what were you going to do about the terrain? I know I had mentioned once, do you want to ship me a bunch of stuff and, and I'll bring it, or are you just going to drag it all with you? Um, I better figure that out real quick. And yeah, yeah, I, I should I should ship you a box of stuff for sure. Yeah, um, if we're going to play, um, uh, you want to play bolt action also? Uh, we can if you'd like. I've I've got uh, I can either do a small force of SAS or my three hundred and eighty thousand point uh, Japanese army. All right. Well, let's bring some of the some of the Middle Eastern buildings I have. That way, we can use them for bolt action, and we could use them for uh, bolt action modern. Yep, absolutely. Just, I'll bring my uh, my Spectre Ops guys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll bring mine out too. Yeah. All right. Which well, I've got we don't a, have a grip we don't have to, those. So. We don't have to bore everybody with uh, with all the no. logistics of shipping and stuff. But <laughs> but we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna play lots of games, and I think uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Michael Wenske's coming up from uh, Orange County. He's bringing uh, his boats. He's bringing, I think he's bringing that Marvel game. The uh, the oh okay Marvel shit. Yeah. I forget what it's called. It's a new game. He's bringing that. Yeah. and I think he's going to bring some uh, uh, Infinity stuff too. So that'll now be is he cool. bringing? Is he bringing Cruel Seas or Black Seas? Yes, I think. Okay. I, yeah, I think yes. I'm not. Right. He has he has cruel seas. I know for sure. I'm not sure if he has black seas. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have enough. You got to drag him on one of these podcasts. I yeah. As a matter of fact, I asked him about that, and he was like all good with it. But this just came up so quick with me and you. I just said, ah, let's right. just let's just do it. I want to yeah. I want to do one with me and you, Michael Wensky, uh, Mike from Strategicon. And uh, Corey Reardon in Virginia, who's a good friend of mine and a, and a good GameCraft customer, and also a friend of Mike Wenske's, which is weird because they're on opposite shores. Right. But maybe we get like five or six guys. That'd be a good one. Uh, that'd be fun. We'll do that. It's just a logistics of getting everybody together at the same time. Um, whew, let's see how. Where are we here? We're a half hour in. I wanted to talk yeah. about something that the Snafu guys were talking about on their last podcast, and that was their ideas for uh, Bolt Action Version 3, which right. which nobody admits officially is coming, but it's coming. It has um, to. It has to, yeah. And I had a really good idea, and I haven't told you this yet, but I, you've probably read through it, but I'll run through it for the people, the three guys that are listening. I think... Well, let, let me start it this way. When you activate a unit, you are activating it theoretically for a period of time, whether it's a minute or 30 seconds or whatever it is. I don't even know. I don't think bolt action really specifies how long a turn is, but you're, you're activating them for a, a period of time. And in that period of time, there's a certain amount of things you can do. 
You can use all of that time to move, and they call that a run. You can use all of that time to shoot, they call that a fire order. Or you can split it basically half and half. You can move a bit and then shoot a bit. Well, no, you can shoot a lot, but with less accuracy. Right, with a penalty. Yeah, with a penalty, because you're not taking as much time to get ready to aim because you spent some of your time allotted to move. So I was thinking, basically in a in an advance order, you're splitting your time between moving and shooting, right? Half and half, basically. Half, half movement and firing with a penalty. We always do it because the rule says you move first and then you shoot. Why couldn't you do it in reverse? Why couldn't you shoot first and then move? It's so the, when I was when I was reading this, I was thinking you were like, so let's say your advance is, is six inches. I was thinking you were saying move three inches, shoot, move three inches. And that's that's that, that's op, that's option B. I, I, OK, I don't see a problem with that either. I think as long as you move your allowed movement at some point and you shoot your allowed shooting with a penalty of minus one, does it matter where within that movement you shoot from? So I think for, like, I, I like the idea of shoot and then move or move and then shoot, but splitting it in the middle, I would almost want to say either a bigger penalty for shooting because you're not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I feel that way, but the other, yeah. the other side of that is, is now you're paused and hypothetically, like this is all happening simultaneously but this is the best that they can, you know, instead of people moving simultaneously. I mean, ideally right, you right. would want yeah. to, you know, you know, but so if you did a, a, a pause in the middle, then would you immediately activate the, the, if, if the guy, I mean, basically you're putting everybody in, in uh covering fire or what was that called? Uh, I've been pay, paying attention to Spectre too much. They call it overwatch, but it's, uh, <laughs> Oh God! What is that? What is it called when they're sitting there waiting for you to cross their path? Oh, um, ambush! Ambush. So, I mean, which is effectively that now we're always in ambush. Everybody's in ambush because yeah. you're actually. I mean, it's not like you can if you're running and shooting. Um, that's that's really hard. I'm sure you've done that, right? Being ex-military, yeah. I'm sure you've done that. I've tried it. And for me, I'm a pretty good shot, um, but running and shooting, yeah, that's that's a whole different that's a whole different thing for accuracy. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're talking about suppressive fire, I mean, I don't see any reason why someone with a light machine gun immediate well, maybe not me, but a light machine gun running and using that as suppression, um, which I love the idea of, of automatic suppression with a light machine gun. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really thinking, yeah, we maybe we'll do that at Orcon, but I, I wasn't really thinking that anybody would be shooting while moving. I was like, I, I, I kind of took the turn and divided it up in my head, say it's a one minute turn. I divided it up into four, like 15 second segments. Imagine you run for 15 seconds, stop, shoot for 30 seconds, and then run for 15 seconds more. Now you've You've done your whole turn. You're done. But your firing, instead of at the beginning or the end, was in the middle. And I, I know there's problems with that, and I just I want to try it. Uh, there's going to be a lot that, of situations where people don't get to shoot back. Right. And I think that if you consider movement for, let's say, the six inches, if, if, if we're trying to time everything out, Right. Because, again, bolt action does the best that they can. And I really enjoy the play style and, and how it all works. But if you're looking at a six inch run. How far is that to scale? Right. Is, is I don't think it's 15 seconds, period. Not 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 a whole minute, certainly not a whole minute to run, you know, six inches in that scale. You're probably looking at 20 steps, you know, at a at a at a, at a good clip. Yeah, you got to remember the ground scale is different, you know, because you know a rifle can only shoot what eighteen inches right. or something. 
So the ground so is, scales. That, is that factored in? So is the run factored into the scale of the rifle or is the rifle just a different scale because of the, the way the game is played? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> and I, I'm yeah. not, sure, not sure of the answer. I think we should just try it and see if it works. Maybe do that thing where oh, wow. you can fire at the beginning or the end of an advance and leave out the bit in the middle for now. I just think, I think in, in real life, you want to fire and then get undercover. Right. You don't want to, you don't want to move out into the open where you can see your enemy and your enemy can see you and then fire and then just essentially stand there. And I know that's not really what happens because it's all happening simultaneously, but it feels like in the game sometimes you rush up, fire and then basically stand there and wait to be shot at. Right. It's, it's, it's just a break of, in it's a break in gameplay. Yeah. Whereas it just feels that if way. you were right. But I do I I think you should be able to shoot and then fire or fire and then, or I'm sorry, shoot fire <laughs> and then run or run and then fire. I don't see any difference in that at all. And honestly, I would gather that in wartime, never been there in wartime, it could go either way, right? You're right, going right. to shoot to lay down that cover fire and then move to a different position. Right. Or you're going to move to a different position and shoot and lay down cover fire for your next move. And if you if you fire and then move into cover, the the your opposing player who if he hasn't had an activation yet, he'll have the opportunity to move into position where he can see you again, and then he can fire. So it it, it may not make a big difference, but it might force people. You know, you run down an alley or something. It might force people to follow you. It yeah, might be fun. It, 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 it would add some battlefield chaos, I think. And that's, that's kind of, you know, that might give it that same feel that, um, that black seas has with me, right. Is that it's right. constant, you know, you, your, your attention is constantly on the game. And what I've seen in some tournaments is you do your move and then everybody, you're just chatting with people. And while the other guy does his move and then you look at the final, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Now I'm going to shoot. Oh, okay. Let me roll some dice real quick where, you know, I want to be engaged the entire time. And, you know, of course, now we're looking at a two hour game to a four hour game or whatever, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more thought process that goes into it. I don't know. I don't know. I and definitely want to play. Definitely want to play. Honestly, where I thought this would be the most fun is playing bolt action modern. And each guy has his own order dice. Right. So you get guys running around individually and ducking behind cover you know, firing and moving that that would really liven it up a bit. Yeah, so we'll, have, that, we'll have to tr try that out. And I think that would bolt be fun. Bolt Action Modern, I think, plays exactly like Bolt Action. It's again, kind of like the Star Wars version. It's just different weapons and different ranges and different rates of fire, but it plays exactly the same. So we're going to have to try that, all that. Yeah. And, and we could even modify that. There are some things that are in Spectre that I really, really like. I mean, I, I for me, bolt action is like it's, it's. I know the game. It's easy. It's not easy to play, but I know the game. I know the rules, so it's easy to convert things. But the range that that uh, the range, how their weapons range in, is different, and I like that because they're like you can shoot anything on the board. It doesn't matter, you know. Right. If it's four feet away on the board, it's four feet away. Shoot, you know, go ahead. There's a modifier to it, but shoot. Like you're, in like, you're within range. On Spectre, I think it's, it's range bands, isn't it? Like if it's a one, right. two, three, or four range right. envelopes or whatever they call it. I forget what they call it. But that's, yeah, that is kind of a cool system. You can fire as long as far as you want, but you might right. run out of right, run out of dice numbers. <laughs> you right. might be rolling a you zero may... or less. Because of the negatives, and that's you know for me, it's like yeah, hey, that's that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Have you read enough of Spectre to to play it? No, yeah, I haven't no. either. <laughs> no, um, I have read through it. I have I have skimmed it a few times, but um, I have not had a chance to sit down and and put the time in to figure it out. And I know that's what's going to need. That's what I'm going to need to happen. Cause I don't believe there's a large, if any 
specter group um, in my part of the country. Yeah, or any part of the country. They're just scattered all over the place. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, they are. Plays. We're gonna have to find somebody that's playing it and just sit down and bother them. Say, how does this work? Yeah, and you know, I, I watch the, the the crazy thing is, is you watch. I watch on YouTube and try and find you know those obscure games that they're they're videotaping or they're recording it's not videotaping god how old am i i know how old i'm um but they're always like oh i think i got that rule wrong and it's like oh crap can, can you just find somebody on this damn website that's gonna know the rules and play it so that i can get a feel for it a little bit <laughs> you know you don't want to watch people doing it wrong no i can do that all day long yeah that's easy <laughs> got that down <laughs> Uh, I do that enough with bolt action. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Spectre Ops version one and version two, and I haven't read either one of them enough to to do anything. And I'm scared yeah. of learning new systems because it just takes so long for me. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd much rather just sit down and play. And so the the modern the modern you know maybe that'll be me right? Is I'll take on the Spectre. And you'll keep pushing forward with bolt action and, and uh, black seas and cruel seas, and um, you know from there we'll you know I'll run my side of things and you'll run your side of things and we'll walk each other through that stuff. Right, right. And um, you know maybe that's the. I did get that email you sent me about, and I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not, but I did get that email. That was pretty. That looks pretty awesome. Uh, was it a new book that's coming out? And a new game that's coming out. Oh, a new game. Oh, no, yeah, that's that's public. That's, uh, oh, okay. That, it was, it's a World War II naval battle, but larger scale. Um, yeah, it's the battleships and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's coming from Warlord. And apparently, the comments I'm reading online, the game was originally uh, supposed to be released by a different company and they, they never finished it or something. And so I think warlord just kind of snatched it up and they're going to finish it and get it out and it'll be, do you know uh, what scale it is? I'm hearing uh, it's an odd, odd scale. One eighteen hundredth. Yeah. Of course you can't be seven. I think 17 is a naval scale too. So they've got to do it a little bit different. Yeah. I, I think the most popular naval scales are probably six hundredth scale, which is like three millimeter. And uh, 1,200th and 2,400th. I think 2,400th would probably be close enough if you wanted to get a bunch of boats, as long as they're all the same scale. Right. Um, it might be another one of those games where all you need is their book, and then you can just go to GHQ and get all the 2,400th scale ships that you want. And being that the ships would be a little smaller, I bet the, the, the scale would look more dramatic probably. We'll see. I don't know anything about it except I've seen the, you know, the box art. Right. When does that get released? Uh, believe March or April, I believe. So about uh, three days before you get it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll be released the weekend before we get it in stock. Right. In store. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey yeah. guys, remember me? I'm like your biggest U.S. retailer. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Um, now, those Warlord guys, those, those guys really love you in Arizona, though. They do. They do. They do. Yeah, they they really they love how hard you push. Um, what else? What else is going on? I got that Specter Ops Humvee. I'm working on. That's kind of fun. I saw that. That looks cool. Yeah, that's gonna look cool. Where did that uh, turret come from? That's from them. It's one of their add-on things you can buy. The, is uh, that the one? Is that the one that, that that I got and I gave it to you? Uh, there were two. There was a, a a medium and a heavy. I don't remember which one you got, but this is the okay. one with the the one with the fifty cal. The, nice. Oh, I forget that. There's a name for it. There's a three-letter acronym for the unmanned robotic turret thing, and I feel yeah. stupid because I can't remember what it is now. But I've got that on my JLTV. That thing is sweet. Yeah, it's got, it's got like a. It's got like a, a. I don't know what the what rocket launcher it is, but it's like a, a dragon or something. I think yeah. it's a wired. Yeah, I think there's a dragon or a Milan or something. Some cool, yeah. some cool missile up there. That thing's pretty cool. But these things are huge. They're 
I mean, they're 48 scale, so yeah, they're bigger than you know what we're used to seeing, like in bolt action. But they're just right. They're big fucking trucks to start with. They're big. I mean, they're they're big. Yeah, <laughs> they're just giant trucks. They're big, and they're yeah. big scale. But uh, I went with 143 for a very specific reason. Um, for diecast cars, Spectre vehicle. Yeah, for my Spectre cars. So. Yeah. Um, got, but that was, like I said, that was that was all based around one, <laughs> one one vehicle that I bought. I'm like, well, I guess I got to do them all this way now. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. I think I've got a a Mercedes Sprinter van in that scale or something very close to that. It's a nice, pretty cool vehicle. I think I was going to put a GC Mini logo on the side, like it's a company truck. Oh, that would be awesome. It just ends up in combat for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of combat yeah so yeah so how's how's um i don't do we talk about your store on this much or not much but it can i don't care yeah i'm just i just wanted to because i haven't talked to you about it how's how's everything like are you guys back up full speed everything's out of the boxes out of the crates you've got your retail area set up and it's all ready to go oh yeah 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 everything's uh we're so the people at home listening um we're in a situation now where we're renting a place while we find our quote-unquote forever home and by that i mean our home for us as people and our home for the business um and i think we found that and we're we're dealing with that right now we're in escrow actually so um, oh they accepted yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. so that's happening. Um, so right now everything is is kind of in a, a temporary situation. We've got two two rooms that are serving as like inventory, you know, warehouse, and then the shop itself, which is a garage, which is where all the machines are and stuff. And it's it's all super crowded and it's kind of a pain in the ass. But but we're making it work for now because it's it's temporary. Um, and I'm already working on designs for the new shop. It's going to be amazing. Yep. It's going to be somewhere between 3,500 and 5,000 square feet. So there's going to be a lot of room to grow. And the air compressor will be outside? Uh, it'll be in a separate room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have, we have, oh, by the way, we have silent air compressors now. We spent the money. Yeah, <laughs> I say silent. I remember the game room. Oh no, yeah that oh, that air compressor got, that got brutal. That air compressor was sold for five hundred dollars as soon as we got here on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, beautiful air compressor. Oh yeah, great work. But, yeah, but it's, it's got to wow, be, it was loud. It's got to be in a separate zip code if you're going to use it. Yep. But yeah, we have these two. <laughs> uh, we have these two smaller silent. I'm putting up air quotes. Um, air compressor they're not they're not totally silent but you can carry on a normal conversation while they're running in the same nice. in the same small room while two of them are yeah. running so that's a big I, big improvement as many times as i've played games up at your place uh out, when, when you're out here in california every time that compressor turned on i jumped out of my skin because <laughs> i just kept forgetting that nope it's in here yeah yeah, so, that, yeah it just it would just terrify me for a half a second I'm like what the oh, it was just a loud okay. loud deep sound i mean it was a yep. big big compressor but so it was yeah, we just gone with two smaller ones and it's just fine so I was, I was cracking up i showed my wife i said you know so most people when they're looking at how they're going to design their workspace or design their their living spaces most people draw it up, you know, maybe use grid paper, maybe even contract a, you know, a, a draftsman to, to do this for you. And, and then I showed her that picture you sent to me. I'm like, nope, my buddy, Alan, he makes it out of MDF and backs up, backs up toy cars to it and puts little army men inside to show scale. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yep. I even, I, three, uh, I 3d printed a bunch of shelf units. I 3d printed uh three, oh my God. Our, our laser cutter. So our laser cutters, all three of them. So I could set them in there and see where they're, you know, because it's, it's hard to visualize oh. what something's going to look like once everything's in there. You know? Right. So now I'm, I'm visualizing. And how much space you need. Right, yeah. right. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There's going to be so much room for, for expansion and whatnot. And, proper, and what scale is it? Uh, that building? It's uh, yes. uh, Spectre Ops scale, 148th. Nice. So we may be seeing that, that building on the site pretty soon. 
Oh, nice. You, you can yeah. fight. So then you have. You can fight inside GC Mini if you want. Yeah, yeah, you have to because now you got the truck. Oh, yeah, perfect. All right. Oh, good. yeah. <laughs> fork, That'll be awesome. Forklift in there, but yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to have its, it's have its own bathroom, its own like kitchenette area, like a break area. My my office, the game room. Um, an area of what I call the uh, the dirty shop. That's going to be like where all the woodworking equipment is. You know, where we cut up wood and stuff. And then, right. and then the rest of it will be the clean shop, and that's where the laser cutters and the metal casting and resin casting will be, and all the inventory and doing. Yeah, because gone gone are the days of cutting wood outside for you. Oh yeah, uh, year round. You right. know, oh, we don't even um, we don't even you, cut you it got... ourselves now. Our our lumber company brings it to us pre cut. Oh. Well, that's a bonus right there. Oh, you used to have to drive, what, an hour drive just to go get your wood. Yeah, no, no, that, that shit shows up on a truck with a forklift, and they just drop it, and it's really, oh. you know, it, it costs extra, but it's worth it. Yeah, and the new shop will have a loading dock, so they can just load it right inside. Absolutely, right? drive the truck right in the door, yep. Nice. Yeah, no, we're going. Nice. I'm, I'm doing this one more time for real. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not screwing around with. Oh, we got to add on now. We ran out of space. No, there's uh, no more of that. So yeah. Oh yeah, your 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 old shop was awesome because anytime you ran out of room, it's like all right, I'm going to build something else on the side, or I'm going to build this on the side. It was so cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, a year and a half ago, I spent a crazy amount of money building on that addition, and a year later, we yep. outgrew it. Like that. That yep. that can't keep happening. No, no, you've got to build. To, you've got to build for tomorrow, not for today. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, when you say the thirty-five hundred, you should really be looking at the five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Fifty, you know. fifty by a hundred. It's a standard metal building size. So that'll, that'll be awesome. Yeah. And then. Uh, so well, no, that's that's good. I'm looking forward to to Orcon. I'm looking forward to. Uh, um, I think I'm on, I'm, I think I'm at about a hundred percent for the, uh, the trip out there. For, so for NashCon. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you the final word on that. I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. I don't remember when that was. Is it like August or something? Yeah, it's in August. I think you said, Oh, we might, uh, we might be pretty well into the construction by then or possibly even done. Um, maybe we'll have to make a little side trip to go check that out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's late August. Yeah, we should be just about done with construction by then. So that'll be fun. Because Nashville's a uh, little less than two hours away from where we're going to be building. Okay. We can do that. So we'll be staying in Nashville then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, these are particulars nobody wants to hear. We'll <laughs> talk about this as soon as the podcast is over. Yeah. I'm just about ready to lose my voice. I think we should probably just cut this off. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, is there anything else we need to add? We went through the whole, the whole uh, whatever the hell this thing's called, the itinerary or it's the called an agenda. Agenda. <laughs> We've been through it. It's all good. We're done. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell everybody to keep on gaming, and we'll talk to them again real soon. And I'm sure we'll be doing podcasts from Warcon in two weeks. And that's it. I'm gonna stop this, and we can keep talking. See you later, guys. Okay.